Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I'm your host, James Ryan, and on today's episode of the podcast, I am wrapping up 2023 by talking about some of the movies that I saw this year, some of my favorites. Um, I'm going to kind of go month by month and talk about what I saw, what I still need to see. Um, there were a lot of movies that came out this year that I just, uh, I don't know, I did not find the time for. I saw a lot of movies this year, um, probably somewhere close to 100 or if not closer to 150 um, but I did not see that many movies from this year um, probably I didn't count it up but probably just about 30 or 40 films from this year um, as the Oscar season approaches I will definitely see more um, and I'm actually yeah, in the process of watching a lot of those movies that are going to be nominated for best picture uh, the only movie that I ended up seeing in January was Megan me3an um, kind of this warning sign of where artificial intelligence is headed, um, kind of a little discussion of parenting in the modern age. Uh, this was an unexpected uh, unexpected movie in the fact that it was as great as it ended up being. Uh, they're definitely, they've greenlit a sequel by now um, that will be coming out in the next couple of years, but I, it was definitely a pleasant surprise for me. Uh, February, another month where not a lot of great movies usually come out. Um, I saw a Knock at the Cabin. Uh, this was M. Night Shyamalan's latest, and a lot of people love this one. Um, I liked aspects of it, um, but as with any M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, it is all about the ending. And the ending didn't fully work for me. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Um, it's well acted, well done. Um, probably one of M. Night Shyamalan's better movies of late from what I've heard, um, but it still doesn't get anywhere close to The Sixth Sense or any of the other movies that he is known for. Uh, March. Um, saw three movies in March. Uh, one was Creed 3, which I had an awful movie theater experience uh, with, which I talked about on the podcast. Um, so I need to rewatch that one at some point. Saw John Wick 4. Um, which is definitely for me was a lot more style over substance. I understand why people love this series. It's super, super well done. Um, I just tired. I got a little tired from it. Um, it's a very, very well-made movie. I, I think it is a good movie. It is just not a movie for me. Um, I saw a good person. This is Zach directed by Zach Braff. This was a movie that critics were kind of on the fence about with Morgan Freeman and Florence Pugh. Uh, I actually liked it quite a bit. It's, it's harmless. It was just a fine watch. Um, I had a decent time with it. Uh, April. Uh, there's still some movies that I need to see. I guess a new Cube movie came out. I didn't know about this uh, as I was going through this list. If anyone listening knows about the Cube series, uh, it's just a very, I don't know, unique horror series. I didn't know there was a new one, so I might have to check that out. It might be awful. Um the Cube series is awful, by the way, but it, entertaining premise. Um, and I remember watching those growing up. Uh, interesting horror concept. Uh, I still need to see Air uh, with Ben Affleck um, and Matt Damon, all about um, the Air Jordan shoes and kind of the Michael Jordan story and how he became partnered with Nike. Uh, I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, which was the animation was fantastic. The voice acting was great as well, especially Jack black it's bowser and charlie day is luigi but yeah wow the the plot of that movie is 
It, it was, yeah, a very, very dull uh, movie. Uh, Bo is Afraid, which I'll talk more about later. That's Ari Aster's latest. I saw two surprisingly good movies. Um, one I talked about uh, during the 31 Halloween days or 31 Halloween movies in 31 days, and that is Evil Dead Rise. A, a good movie. Uh, it's just extremely, extremely gory um, and not really my cup of tea, but um definitely a worthy addition to the evil dead series the other one i forgot i even saw until i was making this list and that is jake gyllenhaal uh starring in the covenant um a movie that i actually liked quite a bit and would recommend uh may i only saw you hurt my feelings um and then blackberry also came out but i did not get a chance to check that out uh june it was superhero heavy and indiana jones heavy indiana and Indiana Jones heavy being one Indiana Jones movie. And that was Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. thought it was better than Crystal Skull, but it's still... The, the magic of the 80s ones is just not there. I'm not a big Indiana Jones fan to begin with. So this was something that I saw, but I wasn't excited about it going in. So yeah, it was really hard for me to get excited about it while watching it too um i saw no hard feelings the jennifer lawrence comedy that was fine uh the flash was also fine i liked the addition of michael keaton to the cast um thought it was one of the better dceu movies released recently and then the best superhero movie of the year and one of the only i think i only saw two the other one yeah yeah the flash and then this being the other one and that is spider-man across the spider-verse which was just absolutely phenomenal um, and cannot wait for part two of that. Uh, July, July was the big month. This is the month where everybody went to the movies and saw either either Oppenheimer or Barbie or they ended up seeing both in the Barbenheimer. Uh, I did not see both back to back, but I saw Oppenheimer and then a couple days later saw Barbie. Uh, Oppenheimer, I'll talk more about it at the end of the podcast, but one of my absolute favorite movies of the year. Uh, Barbie was very, very amusing, had a great time with it. Um, not, not my favorite movie of the year, um, but definitely one that people should see. And I think you will have a good time with it. Uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One also came out and similar to the John Wick series. I'm just getting a little fatigued from the Mission Impossible series, which I loved the previous entries. Um, so I was a little disappointed that I came out of Reckoning Part One, not as excited um, as previous as I was uh, watching previous installments. I also saw the Australian horror movie Talk to Me, which oof, I don't know if I would recommend to anyone. It's very well done, um, very original story, a very original story. Um, but the level of gore and just the mindset that it will put you in watching it, I yeah. Ugh, it is uh, definitely a tough watch. But if you are a fan of bleak, depressing, gory horror movies, then Talk to Me is the movie for you. Um, August, I only saw one movie, and that is Past Lives. More about that coming later. I want to see Anatomy of a Fall. I just rented it, so hopefully I'll be checking that out soon. Uh, September, I only saw one movie, and that was Gareth Edwards, The Creator, um, a movie that was just so visually spectacular. I had a great time with it. Um, in terms of story, yeah, it definitely, the story and the script um, are definitely the weaknesses of the film, but it was so gorgeous to look at um, at the movie theater that I ended up having a decent time with it. Um, October saw, and again, October, I only saw one movie, and that was Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, Martin Scorsese's latest with Robert De Niro and um, 
what's that guy's name? Everybody knows him, that Leonardo DiCaprio guy. Um, and yeah, they give just absolutely uh, fantastic performances. Uh, Exorcist Believer also came out in October. Uh, I will probably check that out at some point, even though it's supposed to be absolutely horrible. Um, no, no shocker there. As the same guy that directed the newer Halloween trilogy directed that. Uh, November. Um, the only two movies that I saw were The Holdovers and Napoleon. The Holdovers, probably if I had to recommend one movie for people to see this year, it would be that one. Uh, Napoleon battle sequences were awesome to see in theaters, but the whole romance plot um, between Napoleon and his love interest, I, that I just that just lost me. I was not interested in it at all. Um, I still want to see Priscilla, the killer and dream scenario from November. So I'll hopefully be seeing those soon. Um, Priscilla is available to rent the killers on Netflix. And I think dream scenario might be available to rent as well. Now, actually, now that I say that, uh, December, this is the big, big, big month, uh, movies that I saw in theaters so far. I saw Godzilla minus one. I saw the boy and the heron and I saw the iron claw or is it just iron claw? I think it's the iron claw. Um, all three of those, again, if you're a big Godzilla fan, I think it's the best Godzilla movie probably ever made. Uh, there were just some plot elements that really, ugh, especially towards the end of the film, where you think the stakes are very, very high, and then it's like, oh, wait, I guess they weren't as high necessarily. Um, fantastic music, awesome Godzilla battle sequences, definitely worth seeing in theaters. Um, Miyazaki's latest, The Boy and the Heron, I loved it. Um, I don't think it's like top, top tier Miyazaki, but it is definitely in the upper half. Had a great time with it. Um, amazing fantasy elements. And then the Iron Claw I talked about on, I think I, oh, I maybe haven't talked about it. I don't know if I talked about it on the last podcast. I don't think so. Oh man, this movie is bleak. Um, Zac Efron gives probably, I mean, I haven't seen him in that many movies, but this has to be his best performance. Uh, the dad is the, one of the guys from Mind Hunter on Netflix, um man this movie yeah you will not leave feeling good um it's interesting that they decided to make this basically a holiday release it is a big family downer um but wow it is very very well made i had a really good time with it it's not not gonna make my top five but um i would definitely recommend checking it out um other movies that i want to check out from december i want to see may december uh leave the world behind i've actually started maestro i just have to finish it want to see American fiction, all dirt roads lead to salt, Ferrari, and probably my most anticipated of December, All Us Strangers with uh, Paul Mascal. Um, Andrew Hayes directing and writing this one. I just, if you haven't, The Weeknd is one of the best romantic movies ever made. Um, I'm super, super excited about All Us Strangers. Um, so that will probably be coming out in wide release sometime in January. Um, but, um, yeah, that's kind of the year in recap. Um, I'm now going to break down my top five of the year. Um, again, this is not top five best. This is my top five favorite. Um, so here we go. Uh, number five at Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. This is everything I wanted in a sequel, um, to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh, this movie Definitely leaves you wanting more um, based on the ending, but it is, yeah, I don't know. It just takes everything from the 2018 one and it's just like the animation, the storytelling, the characters, uh, everything here just works so, so well. So very, very excited for the sequel. Uh, at number four, I have Bo is Afraid. 
Uh, this is a movie experience unlike any other that I've had. And I say that with pretty much every Ari Aster movie. Um, his first, of course, being Hereditary, which I think is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Uh, his second being Midsummer, which has horror elements, um, but is not nearly nearly as horrific uh, as Hereditary. And then there is Bo is Afraid, which has some little horror elements here and there, um, but is definitely comedic. Um, and Joaquin Phoenix gives a very, very brave performance here, uh, to say the least. Um, a lot is required of him in this film. Um, the first hour in particular and the opening sequence is just like, man, this movie is awesome. Um, and while I can't keep that pace and that energy throughout because it just shifts um, in tone wildly, um, I was entertained throughout this movie. I'm excited to check it out again. Uh, it is definitely a wild, wild ride that most people, I, I can't imagine most people enjoying this film. Um, but for me, I just admire Ari Aster and I admire that he just kind of went for it. I feel like Hereditary and Midsummer were as disturbing as they could be, were fairly safe. Uh, now that he is established, he's like, okay, now I'm going for it. And he is just trying crazy things. And I always appreciate that uh, in an artist and a director. So uh, number three, I have The Holdovers. This is Alexander Payne's latest. I think this is the best movie of the year, at least from what I have seen so far. Uh, still a lot of movies to go, but if I had to recommend one movie, like I said earlier in the podcast, it would be this one. Uh, this is just going to be a holiday classic for me, probably moving forward. This is probably a movie I'm going to watch pretty much every December. Uh, Paul Giamatti's performance here, man, I hope he is nominated for uh, Best Actor because he just does such an incredible job. Um, it's a movie that, just like Sideways, is just so funny. Um, but the dramatic moments and how you feel about the characters is just like, yeah, it really, really makes you care. Um, so yeah, the holdovers highly, highly recommend number two, the big blockbuster, uh, pick of the list. And that is Oppenheimer, uh, Christopher Nolan, and just the amount of work and the craftsmanship that goes into his movies. Hoytevan Hoytema's cinematography here, the music, the performances, uh, some of the shots in this, it's just like, it is just absolutely top notch. Um, while the first two thirds of the movie kept me just super, super enthralled, the last third does drag a little and seem kind of like this little add on. And it definitely, the first time I saw it, um, I was not a big fan of the way that it was edited and the way that it was paced. Uh, upon second viewing, I kind of, uh, knowing what I was going in for, um, I actually ended up liking it a lot more. Um, I just, I, I don't know. This is the, this is the power of the movies and like, and going to the movie theater to see Oppenheimer with a packed theater, uh, everybody silent and, the Trinity test sequence, I'm never going to forget that. Uh, it was just such, such a cool moment. And yeah, I'm glad I was around to experience it. So, and so number one on the list is going to be my favorite movie of this year. And that is Past Lives, the story of two uh, children growing up in Korea. Uh, one of them ends up moving to the United States and marrying someone um, and it's the story of reconnected friendship and lost friendship 
and kind of a, a possible lost future. Um, it's a movie that is absolutely devastating. Um, it's the movie that had the most emotional impact on me. It has my favorite shot of the year. Um, it is just absolutely incredible filmmaking. I can't wait to see what Celine Song does next. Um, and a, yeah, A24 does it again. Uh, this is not a movie that people are going to be like, wow, that was the best thing ever. It's a very quiet, slow-moving film. Um, but when it comes to the romantic genre, I think this is one of the best romantic films ever made uh, and definitely deserves to be seen. Uh, just a little kind of breakaway from 2023 films and the year as a whole. I did want to just talk very, very, very briefly uh, about my two favorite movie experiences outside of 2023 movies. One of those was Steven Spielberg's 1982, uh, 1982's E.T. Um, I just had uh, such a emotional experience watching this again. I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid and it just hit completely different. Uh, now that I'm in my thirties, I don't know what got me so bad. Well, I, I, I could probably figure it out, but in this movie, yeah. Wow. ET is really, really good. Um, I just, yeah, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. I watched it all the time. Um, so maybe it was the nostalgia. Um, but yeah, there were, there are things in the story too, man. Yeah, it was it was it was an experience. So, um, and one of my favorite movie experiences of the year. Uh, the other was actually, and this is kind of a disturbing one to say, was my favorite one of my favorite movie experiences of the year. Um, but from like a technical filmmaking standpoint, was The Exorcist. Um, I hadn't seen it in over fifteen years. Um, so rewatching it, I was like, dang, this movie is one super 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 intense. Um, but two, just the filmmaking like is just absolutely insane. This is 1973, and this is like it is awesome, um, really, really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I talked about it on uh, my 31 Halloween movies in 31 days. But wow, um, it was fantastic. Okay, so um, I think that's really going to do it for today's episode of Ryan's Reviews. I will be back next week previewing 2024 movies. Um, but uh, before I do that, I do want to just break down kind of what's going on with me in the new year. Uh, there, I am starting a podcast network of sorts, and I've kind of teased it and kind of worked on it the last year or so, um, but there are actually going to be three podcasts. Um, we'll see how this goes. I mean, absolute worst case, Ryan's reviews will remain a constant no matter what. Um, but I'm also, if time permits and everything goes according to plan, um, I'm also trying to start Fiction Fanatic. Um, it's kind of a way for me to just have my own book club. Um, so I'm going to be talking about one fiction book a month. Um, this January's is actually going to be Age of Innocence. Um, the story, it's a romantic story from, and it's Edith Wharton. It's like, it's, it's, it's like reading Jane Eyre or Pride and Prejudice, but, uh, I just watched Martin Scorsese's Age of Innocence this year. Oh, I should have talked about that too. Age of Innocence would have been my third pick that, that movie, like that might be my favorite Martin Scorsese movie, which is insane, uh, with Daniel Day-Lewis and Michelle Pfeiffer, but Age of Innocence was awesome. It was in my, it was in one of my Roger Ebert's books. I absolutely loved it um and yeah so i'm reading the book um so i'm doing that in january uh february i think i'm reading kafka's the trial 
And then I'm probably going to get into some more modern fiction after that. Um, but Fiction Fanatic is going to start uh, the last weekend of January. So I'm super, super excited about that. Uh, first playthrough um, is also back on Spotify. Um, I am going to be restarting it. I haven't talked about, I haven't recorded an episode since the summer, um, just because I've kind of taken a six month break from gaming. Um, but going into the new year, there's some games I want to play, games I want to talk about. Uh, the end of January, um, I'm going to be talking about an older one, but that is uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, Tuesday, or Tuesday. <laughs> that's the yeah. Uh, February, close to Tuesday. Uh, February, I'm going to be talking about Spider-Man Two on PlayStation, and then it looks as though the end of March, I'm going to be trying to talk about Alan Wake Two, which was my most anticipated movie. Most anticipated. I gotta get used to saying game. Most anticipated game um of 2023 but i just have not got around to it yet so yeah three podcasts i'm doing ryan's reviews uh fiction fanatic and then first playthrough if the timing doesn't work out and i just do not have enough time for these things that's okay ryan's reviews like i said will remain a constant um but i think i'm going to be able to do this um fiction fanatic is going to be much much shorter episodes it's going to be pretty quick um just because i don't have as much to say about literature as i do um visual arts um but yeah uh first playthrough should be pretty long just because i'll be spending so much time playing these games and kind of thinking about it while playing them so uh yeah that's going to do it for today's episode of ryan's reviews um Hope that you can tune in next week when I start breaking down 2024 films. It's going to be a new year of the podcast. I'm just going to make it bigger. I'm going to make it better um, as I have every year. I'm super, super excited about it, and I'm hoping that you can join. Thanks for tuning into today's episode, and I will be back next week talking about the films coming in 2024.